All right. Everyone's clear. All right. Yeah. All right. Three, two, one, clap. Three, two, one, clap. All right. We get, we're good to go, guys. Hello, and welcome to another fantastic episode of The Nuclear Fridge. I'm your host, Matt Paget, and today I'm joined, as always, by my two greatest friends in the world, Jacob Decker. That is true. You've missed one episode, right? I think you missed the Spider-Man Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's a legend. Stuart blew his dick off, and we told him to rest. Yeah. No, and that, that voice you hear is my one of my greatest friends, Stuart Gears. You're welcome, buddy. Um, I wanted to make a special announcement. Uh, I was uh, the Oscars happened this weekend, and I was super stoked that Coda won Best Film. And I thought, you know what? I think it's it's a good step for us to make. I think this is something that would be helpful for many listening to this podcast. I hired an ASL American Sign Language interpreter to sit in on these recordings with us and uh do sign language so so uh you know if if you need that you can listen to these podcasts now uh we've we uh we want to make these podcasts uh available for everyone so hey everyone we got you <laughs> thank you man i know i thought you know what deaf people should listen to this podcast too so yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, well, now with our ASL interpreter here in the studio, uh, we can now learn some of the crazy words that we say, how, how to say them in, in hand, uh, in sign language. So, uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited about it, guys. I'm pretty fucking happy uh, that we can finally be uh, available to the ears around the world. No, no. I mean, funnily enough, it is the guy who said he was Robert. I mean, he okay. He did not Yeah, he did not say he was Robert Pattinson. I I didn't say he was Robert Pattinson. I I know, but the thing is is that like I thought he was Robert Pattinson, but he has agreed to stand in help us out and uh and, and be a, an ASL interpreter. So thank you, sir. Thank you. Keep doing what you're doing. And, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get more listeners this way. I think, I think it's a good way to expand our listener base. What do you,
That's a good question, Stuart. And you know what? I think that is going to bring us into our next thing. The thing that everyone's talking about. No, hey, Jake, this is important. The thing the thing that everyone is talking about. I know, and it was it was fantastic. Let me finish. We need to move on with the show. This is the thing everyone's been talking about uh, this whole week since the Oscars happened. I think it's important that we cover it. It's uh, It shocked me. I could not fucking believe what I saw on the TV. I was um, shocked, confused, elated, happy. The Flash entering the Speed Force, one most cheerworthy moment at the Oscars. Can you Can you believe it? It beat out it beat out the Avengers Assemble in Age of Ultron or in that other one that they did. And uh and then it also beat out No Way Home, uh the three Spider Man team up. So uh God bless the Flash for entering the Speed Force. I was so happy to see finally the Flash gets his credit. <laughs> Jake didn't watch the Oscars. They had they had a bunch of uh, fan ch uh, choice awards, and one of them was most cheerworthy moment. And a bunch of Snyder fans got together and outvoted the Spider Man movie. <laughs> and more Snyder verse, yeah, and. <laughs> Yeah, and it was also really funny because uh, then there was the fan choice, like, best movie for fans or whatever that they did. And for some reason, Minamata was nominated in this category. And it's, it, it's a, it's a, okay, so it's this movie called Minamata and it stars Johnny Depp. And it's this, like, uh, it, it's not a, it's not a foreign movie, but it, it's almost like, it's him, and I think the rest of the cast is Japanese, and it's about him going to Minamata, um, and like like taking photographs of mercury poisoning in their in their community, and this <laughs> this also came out in like 2020, so I don't know why it was included in the best fan choice movie. Uh, but I just have to imagine that a bunch of people were like, you know what? Fuck the Academy. We're bringing Johnny Depp back. And they like, it was Spider-Man and then Johnny Depp's Japanese photography movie. <laughs> no, I th I think, I think Cheerworthy Moment was supposed to be like from all movies. Cause they also had like, no, they had, they had a scene from Dreamgirls where she tells her manager no and then there was another uh what was the fifth one oh mate uh neo doing his uh backwards backbending dodge yeah It was great. 
I loved it. It it was the most shocking because I was like, wait, what's gonna win most cheerworthy moment if that Spider Man thing didn't do it? Because <laughs> I was like, I was trying to think like, like maybe, maybe the something from the Godfather. Was it? I'm trying. Well, maybe, maybe maybe something from like I was trying to think of like a classic movie cheerworthy moment. Like, oh man, maybe maybe like Demolition Man. Who knows? And then it was fucking Zack Snyder's Justice League. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> I it's not even my favorite uh, Scorsese movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. Cas Casino is is high up there for me. God, Casino was the first adult movie I ever saw, and that movie had swearing, violence, blowjobs. It was just like the it had blueberry muffins. I mean, it, it was everything for me when I was a kid. Yeah, Joe Pesci got a blowjob from Sharon Stone. It's beautiful. Well, it was that wasn't beautiful because he be, that was a betrayal of. Yeah, it was hurtful. I was just like. Yeah, get on it. Fucking almost 30 years since that movie. Yeah, sorry, 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 sorry. We do. Um, yeah, so... It's, uh, let me just look up Oscar's best picture. I don't think I saw any of them either. I thought it was kind of an uninteresting year. Uh, oh, I started watching uh, The Tragedy of Macbeth, and then I fell asleep. <laughs> I, It looks amazing, and it's like... I, I think the cinematography in that is amazing, but like, I... I, I fucking... Shakespeare is so boring, and it's... Yeah, it's it is it is Oh yeah. Uh I was shocked that West Side Story was this movie that w had such an Oscar presence cuz I was like dude this movie looks terrible. It's it's a remake of a musical. Yeah, I love Spielberg, but, like, West Side Story? Didn't that guy rape someone? Like, I, I thought... <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> I I thought he got outed or something. I don't know. Right. I I. It just it all blends together for me because like it's like I see all these actors' names and I see all these accusations on the internet. And I'm like, all right, every actor in Hollywood is a scumbag. I'm just gonna this this is this is the brush I'm painting with. Yes, except Keanu Reeves, uh, and uh... oh, I'm sure he, I'm sure he's totally fine. Massive talent. Oh, yeah. If it was I think if we had the money, I think he'd do it. I love Nicolas Cage. Very excited to see that movie. But you know you know what broke my goddamn heart? And I don't know if I'll ever recover from this. One of the most shocking moments I've seen in the past week. 
someone I've loved for a very long time did something that made me question. And uh, I think we should, I think this is an important thing we should all talk about. Uh, something that happened over the weekend. Uh, my dog, like, we were on a walk and then attacked a rabbit. <laughs> it was fucked up, dude. Uh, yeah, dude, the rabbit was fine. No, I mean, we were on a walk and no, nothing. I mean, the thing was, was that like my, uh, so, so I, I was, I was fucking around. I don't actually care. He's a dog. That's what they do. But we were just walking down the fucking street, uh, or not even down the street. Like we were walking, um, in this pathway towards a field and big wide open area. And I saw a rabbit run under the fence and I go, okay, cool. Cooper won't like pulling the leash to try to chase it. So we keep walking. And as we get to the field, the rabbit runs directly at my dog. And my dog just literally goes, ah, and grabs it. And then it, the rabbit goes, wee, wee, wee. Yeah, it was like, it literally, it was literally like a blink to my eye. There's a rabbit in my dog's mouth now. Like the, the rabbit ran across my dog's yeah, probably like, oh, I want to be friends. Oh, oh no! <laughs> and this rabbit was screaming, and I go, no, drop it! And I'm like freaking out. And then Cooper drops the rabbit, and it runs off. And there was no, I checked Cooper's teeth. There was no blood or anything. And <laughs> this old woman was like, oh, you scared me. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sorry. There's a rabbit in my dog's mouth. But for like the next minute or so, I was like, oh my God, my dog is a killer. My dog's a killer. I raised a fucking killer. And like, I was fucking, I was panicked. Cause I was like, how am I going to let this thing back in my house? And then after I calmed down, I remembered it's a dog. <laughs> and it was, it was uh, probably the most shocking thing that's happened this past week. And honestly, I don't know why people aren't talking about it more. I know. Well, it was shocking to me. It scared the crap out of me. I I thought I thought I was gonna have to call someone. Oh God. Man.
Yeah, they're. Yeah, you know what's actually kind of fucking crazy is uh, my dog kind of, like, chases, like, wants to, like, go up to cats and chase them like he wants to chase rabbits. So I don't think I can let him near cats anymore. <laughs> yeah, I think I need to uh, uh, keep him the F away from fucking cats uh, and eating them. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I feel like if he if I introduced the cat to him inside a house, he might be better. Maybe maybe not. He he's a he's a hunter. I wouldn't try. Like, hey man, you got a cat I can borrow? <laughs> yeah, he uh he ran away. Yeah. Um But yeah, no, I mean, uh that that was I know. I I know we keep fucking around talking about like sad shocking things that happened. Uh, what? What happened? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Another horrifying, shocking thing that happened this past week. Yeah, so, uh... <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, it was me, everybody. I got banned from Xbox for being a very naughty boy. Um, so, I'm just pulling up the chat that got me banned. Um, so, basically, Jake and I have been playing Elden Ring, and we've been doing PvP. And we thought, well, we should probably play co-op and lure invaders into our game at the very beginning of the game, right in the starting area, so that they invade us and not people trying to play. And we're, we're doing this service for the gaming community. We're, yeah, we're good people. Supporting our cause. You were supporting our cause. And we did this freaking volunteer courtesy service as the sheriffs of Limgrave. We patrolled the valleys of Limgrave, and we fucked motherfuckers up. So, of course, people got pretty pissed off at us. We got a lot of messages. Jake got most of them. Uh, I got... Yeah, we're we're saving. We're saving people. We're saving 
innocent people from invaders. Fucking your dad. That's literally what someone said to me. Yes. So I got my first one uh, after completely embarrassing someone. Like fucking wiping their ass and fucking kissing it afterwards. Like, yeah, I, I literally like took both my hands and went clap and clap them together. And... This guy sends me a message. He sends me a message saying, Why does every small pen little balk have to gank? Ruin this community. And I'm like, why isn't he spelling these swear words? So anyway, I, I ignore that and go, Courtesy of the Sheriffs of Limgrave. And then he replies, LOL, you're the sheriff of your living room, loser. And then I reply, I'm the sheriff of Limgrave. He says, Okay, kid. And I reply, reach for the sky. And then he says, bet you wear a helmet on the bus. And then I, in a, in a message that has since been deleted, I said, only while eating your mom's pussy. And he, <laughs> oh yeah, because she bucks like my Bronco. Um, and then he said, enjoy Comban, loser. And then <laughs> slowly... Ever, ever so slowly, I started losing access to Xbox Live features, such as messaging, such as seeing my friends list, and then eventually full-on losing the ability to voice chat with my friends. It was like one person at a time, like I was dropping from one person's headset at a time and it was just this slow and steady beat until I was completely cut off from the Xbox ecosystem. And I got to tell you, worth it. If, if I need to fight the disgusting criminals that play Elden Ring trying to gank, trying to fuck over poor innocent people starting this game if i need to be the one that goes down i'll take it every day every day of the fucking week that's what i do i was gonna say howdy partner um but i was also worried that that might be seen as re as retaliation I, I, you know what, listen, I, I reported him, I reported him and said, I said, uh, I said, hey, he, he called me, he was saying that I need a helmet on the bus. <laughs> he was implying that I'm mentally challenged. Well, I mean, this is what he, like, he, he said, um, why does every small pen little bot batch? So, like. He did call me a bitch, but like he was, he was, yeah. I could, uh, he's offline. I was going to send him a message now and see if we could get him in by the end of the podcast, but hey, 
what a fucking asshole. I gotta say, what a what a meanie. What a big meanie. He did. And you know what? I finished it. He did. Uh, and honestly, if he if he comes at us in Limgrave again, tries tries these criminal activities again, we'll be there. We'll fucking be there and we'll shut him down. We'll fucking shut him down. They were typical sheriff-like responses. I could not believe that I was treated in such a way. After all the support I have given this community as a sheriff. To be treated like that. To be banned for one day. I was disgusted. Yeah. Yeah, so we had to play on Discord for that next day. <laughs> We had to do Discord chat. Just like we we could still play online. I just couldn't talk to anyone. It was like, no, you say mean things. No, no. But yeah, it was a wild, it was a wild little uh, week we've had. All all these horrifying things happening to us, and the world at large. Mostly to us. I mean, they affected us the most, and as the protagonists of reality, we are the most affected. But uh, you know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and that's why we're here. We're here to call this stuff out. We're, we're the sheriffs of Earth. The nuclear fridge. We call this stuff out. We see it and we say it. That's what we do. Yeah, the sheriffs of Earth. Hell yeah, dude. That's what we do. Ha oh. I love it. I love it. Yeah, man. Yes. I need... I don't get it. Oh! That's a good point! That is a good point. He was a sheriff. Oh my god. Maybe like a big earth and then... Will Smith in Wild Wild West on it. That's a great idea. That's a great idea. What a what a fantastic upstanding actor Will Smith is. I love that guy. I Everything's coming up Will Smith. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's fucking amazing. Yeah. Wait, what? No, he didn't. Kenneth... No, no, Kenneth Branagh directed Belfast. He won He won for Best Director. 
No, he didn't do Coda too. <laughs> no, he didn't do both. No, it was it was. Uh, I think uh, Coda was directed by uh, a lady, Sean Hader, Heater, Sean Heater, Sheehan Heater. I don't know. Someone. What happened to that guy, Sean Hader? Yeah, I know. Well, I know he was in Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> Belfast. Yeah. Uh, Selma Hayek's friend Penelope Cruz was nominated for Best Supporting Actress. Best Actress? One of them. She, uh, Selma Hayek was. And she's friends with Penelope Cruz. I'm connecting it. We're playing the bacon game. Uh, and then Kevin Klein, he's just good shit. Kevin Klein is fantastic. Ken Lev really? Yeah. Well, hey man. Great, great, great filmography. Honestly, all of all of Will Smith's movies. Oh, me too. Me too. Uh, I mean, everything from like 2008 to 2020 kind of fucking sucked from Will Smith. <laughs> but other than that, great filmography. Yeah, I Robot was 2004. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I, well, yeah, because he's Will Smith, dude. Like, come on. He's, he, he can't do anything wrong. Well, because, because we were talking about sheriffs. Yeah. So, two thousand eight. Will Smith is Hancock and Seven Pounds, and then we drag all of that through the Suicide Squad, through Concussion, through After Earth, through Gemini Man through bad boys for life all the way up until king richard and then that's oh aladdin that was another fucking shit movie one of the worst movies i've ever seen what a boring piece of shit so bad so bad one of the worst movies i've ever seen it's so terrible it, it there's no reason they needed to make that movie money is the only reason Oh, right. It's it was like the Lion King. Shark Tale is is before 2008 and that's why I included it in the Good Will Smith. Cuz it's good. That's a fucking great movie. That movie has a a subplot 
well, I guess it's the main plot where Jack Black's uh, shark um, metaphorically is gay, but like literally in the movie, he's he he's a vegetarian. He doesn't eat fish, but it's all played like I don't want to come out to my dad as a non-fish eater. So it's like this. It's like oh well, because his dad is like uh, Robert De Niro, the 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 mafia shark, and we're talking about Shark Tale, son. Martin Scorsese plays a car wash owner in sh in Shark Tale. No, no, no. Yeah, the song that Martin Scorsese sung at the uh, where he was like, where he was like, we're swinging at the car wash. Yeah, it was him singing it. Yeah, I'm not very good at my Scorsese. I got to bone up on it. Uh, no, I heard it was kind of bad. Oh, okay. Well, then maybe that one's the one exception in that time period. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't hate Men in Black 3. I, I thought Josh Brolin was great in it. And, so, I mean, so was Will Smith. Will Smith's Will Smith, man. I don't know why... I, why, do, why are we talking about Will Smith again? Oh, right. Because he's a sheriff. And we're the... We're the sh right. And we're the sheriffs of Earth. Okay, I get it. Right, right, right. Yes, I've heard... I Yeah, I like that, by the way. I, I like... I've heard my little brother use that term, slaps, and I, I appreciate it. Uh... Yeah, I I think I would say most of his filmography slaps. Oh man, probably like a TikTok thing. Yeah, a Vine thing. Who knows? Who fucking knows? Right. 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 Yeah, I mean... I, I mean, I, I try to think of someone like, you know, who, 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 who's as good as Will Smith and has is, like, as fucking solid. And it's hard to come up with anyone. Yeah, I mean, like, the only... So, like, you have to kind of go outside of the the acting sphere. And, like, someone I think that kind of, like, matches him in terms of in his own lane is... You know, I think Chris Rock is fucking pretty fucking solid when it comes to stand-up. Like, he, he has hits everywhere. Fantastic. I, I would say his work also slaps. I think he's great. Uh, but anyway, I mean... Yeah, we'll, we'll do Will Smith. That's great. He, he represents, uh, he slaps just like we do as the, as the sheriffs of earth. Uh, all right. Well, so we actually, the last thing we wanted to talk about today, um, something very personal to Jake Stewart and me, uh, an actor we love. Um, he, he had to retire cause he's, he was diagnosed with aphasia, uh, Bruce Willis, uh, is uh, unfortunately, um, you know, dealing with something that's like probably 
I mean, it, it absolutely is like completely damaging to someone, especially an actor who has to communicate to have a to have a communicative illness like that. Fucking sucks. Uh, but I just wanted like to bring it up because I I wanted to like say, man, this guy made some fucking movies, dude. Fucking incredible actor. Fucking incredible actor. Like I I. I was talking to my dad and he, he was like, ah, that sucks to hear. I, you know, I've never really liked him. I don't think he's a great actor. And I just said, listen. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm going to my room. Uh, I think he is. I think he's a great actor and it, it really, it, it speaks. It's important to look at actors in all facets. Like you can't, you couldn't have someone like Meryl Streep playing John McClane in Die Hard. Like, she's an amazing actor, uh, but, like, you need a guy who's believable in that role, who's, who's who's believable as a badass, but is also charismatic, so you like him and you want him to win. There are so many action movies where you don't give a shit about the fucking movie because it's Channing Tatum or it's fucking Gerard Butler or it's... Some, I mean, <laughs> I like Gerard Butler, but he's no Bruce Willis. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But just, like, a boring per Like, Chad Michael Murray or something like that. Like, just... He, he, they're no Bruce Willis. Like, Bruce Willis is up there with... I mean, I, I think... I would say, like, he is as good or better than Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone in that action role. Uh, Die Hard is... Yeah, Yeah, but Die Hard, man. Fucking incredible. And this dude also did fucking, like, The Sixth Sense. And, uh, what was that other... There was another drama that he was in that I really fucking liked. Oh, right. Right. Oh, Looper. Incredible. That That was such a good movie. Yeah. Oh, I loved Over the Edge. Uh, and that, and you know what? Speaking of that, he was also great in comedies. Because I, I fucking loved the whole nine yards and the whole ten yards. And I loved, I loved, like, I'm a huge Friends fan, as a lot of people know. But he was so good in when he was guesting on that show as Ross's girlfriend's dad. He was so fucking funny. And he actually won an award for that performance. And... Yeah, it, it, he he's so fuck. He's probably the best guest star in a TV show ever. Like, cause he he comes in and he ha he's this gruff dad who who's like giving Ross shit, and that's awesome and funny. And then you you find a goofier side of him that kind of makes him go, okay, I like Ross now because Ross knows my like. Cause he, Ross saw him doing some weird dance and then was like, oh, want me to tell everyone? Yeah, like a Fortnite dance. Uh, and then eventually he, he, it turns out he's like emotionally damaged and was like not treated and was like teased as a kid and that's still with him. So he, he has this like range that is like, like great. And I, and like, I, I know a lot of people would like listen to this, but, and think that like, 
oh, Matt's joking. But it's like, no, man, like, you have to be talented to, to nail action, drama, and comedy. Like, look at Arnold Schwarzenegger. He didn't necessarily do comedy great. Like, he was great when... Well, I mean, I love Jingle All the Way, but he's not, like... Well, kin okay, Kindergarten Cop is different because he's still Arnold Schwarzenegger in that movie and the comedy is the ridiculousness around him. But Jingle All the Way is Arnold being a comedy actor and not being good at it. And it's being it's weird that he's in that movie, but I still love it. But Bruce Willis nails comedy roles. He was great in Red, which is kind of like action comedy. That first Red was awesome. Oh. Oh, right. Yeah, it's like... I've not seen it. I've not... I've not finished... I've never... I've seen it in parts. I've never seen it from beginning to end. Like, I've seen, like... Alright, well, I mean, so... I've seen... Like, it's basically like I've seen from... Like, I, I've, I've watched the beginning to, like, halfway on TV, and then I've, like, maybe, like, months later, I caught, like, a little bit before I left off, and then the rest of the movie. But I've never, like, actually, like, seen it without... And also, I've probably never seen, like, an unedited version of it. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> that, I mean, it's so predictable, but... <laughs> yeah. I bet it... Yeah. Uh, I bet now kids in film school are saying, oh, it's... 85% it's Pulp Fiction and 15 well I was going to say 15% it's The Dark Knight yeah I think it's The Dark Knight uh, yeah alright yeah Bruce Willis <laughs>
Oh, yeah. It has a weird ending. Yeah. Well, I mean, Unbreakable, you don't even have to think of Glass. Because there's a whole other movie that doesn't have enough Bruce Willis in it, to be honest. That, that other movie that separates Unbreakable and Glass. So, fuck that. We ain't talking about that shit today. Yeah. Yeah, it was fine. Not enough Bruce Willis. Yeah. Well, honestly, yeah, like, I, I I, just wanted to... Well, actually, Stuart was the one who brought it up. He wanted to do a section with uh, with uh, just paying tribute to a dude that uh, we fucking love. That guy's fucking awesome, so... Yeah, fucking doing what he had to. Yeah. Love you, Brad. Sorry. Fuck. Oh my god, that's embarrassing. I don't know why, I don't know why, I don't know why I said Brad, B-Rad, <laughs> shit. No, I, I meant to say Bruce. I fucked up. Oh, okay, on my other screen I have 12 monkeys on, and that's why I said Brad. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ, yeah. I, I hate my brain. I, I cannot not say the last word I, I read before thinking. Uh, yeah. We love you, Bruce. Fuck yeah. Oh, The Kid. I loved, when I was a kid, The Kid was like one of my favorite movies. Hell yeah. Who was in that? Who was the kid? I mean, Bruce Willis was the kid, but who was the... He was... <laughs> but... It, I think the kid was also anyway, I don't want to talk about that. He yeah, that kid is not Bruce Willis. Um But anyway, yeah. Yeah. The Breslin brothers circus. I don't know. Alright. Anyway, let's move on. It does not matter. It does not matter. Uh alright. Well that was it for this week's episode. Stuart had to go ahead and yeah we we ended on loving Bruce Willis yeah and and this episode we're we're proud to have talked about why we love him so much and that's this week's episode of the nuclear fridge
Yep. Yep. Excellent movie. We love Bruce Willis. And uh, we wish the best to him and his family uh, for the rest of his life. And theirs. And that was this week's episode of The Nuclear Fridge. You can always reach us at thenuclearfridge at gmail.com. Is that it for today, boys? Is there anything else you want to say before we shut it down? X. Awesome. Awesome. Which that seems like a fucking mistake. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely excited to see that. All right, everybody, we will see you all next week. Oh, my God. Absolutely not. All right, everybody, we will. (laughs) All right. I love you, Stuart. And I love everyone listening. Uh, all right. Cool. Glad glad we included that in this episode. <laughs> all right, everyone. Thank you for listening to another fantastic episode of The Nuclear Fridge. We will see you all next week. But until then, I hope you have a fantastic weekend with a cold one from The Nuclear Fridge. <laughs>